Hi, and thank you for listening to We Love Dead Things. In this episode, there will be toilet talk, and Candy curses a lot, so I apologize. Um, Enjoy the episode, and user discretion is advised. We love dead things. We love dead things. Hi and welcome to We Love Dead Things. I'm Candy. I'm Laura. And today we're talking about morning moaning myrtle. I try to mix the words. <laughs> toilet ghosts. Yeah, we're talking about toilet ghosts. I hope you actually have a toilet ghost. I do. Well, okay. So I do have to share this though. While we were at the gym yesterday and the elderly lady on the treadmill next to us was listening to us when I was like, we should just do toilet ghosts. She looked over and gave us the weirdest look and I almost <laughs> died laughing. Yeah. I almost died laughing because she looked over and was like, what are you guys talking about? <laughs> I was like, yeah. <laughs> like, yep, you just heard that. But you should give us an update on the closet ghost really quick. My closet ghost... And this is the perfect episode to update. Is now a toilet ghost. Oh. I have my own personal moaning myrtle. Really, like, into it. Okay. And I, assuming it's my closet ghost because I don't see anybody in the closet anymore. Um, but I've just been noticing my hallway bathroom. I wake up early in the morning. Um, it's not even sunrise. I'm really itchy. I'm sorry. Um, that one doesn't make a noise. I know, right? Um, but no, I wake up. I wake up at five, and I can see partially into that restroom when I wake up, and I'll like see something light near the door. Like the door is off white color, but I'm seeing something white. And usually by that time. I'm not wearing my glasses most of the time. So I'm not 100% sure what I'm seeing. But I continue seeing someone in my hallway bathroom when I get up and come into the kitchen area to collect my stuff to leave for our 5.30 in the morning gym session. Yeah. And it's pretty much every day now. Speaking of that, I'm told it's not going to the gym tomorrow. I'm not either. Okay. Good. We're on the same. I'm working for ten hours and it's New Year's Eve. Yeah. That's not happening. I have a date tomorrow, so I'm not going to the gym. I have a date tomorrow. I have a date that I can hopefully mac out with. I have a date with a giant wine glass. Well, you'll be macking out with that. I will. The last like three years, my New Year's, my my midnight kiss have actually been either a wine glass or a bottle of beer. Mine's usually just my pillow because I'm in bed. Always on the couch, drinking. I don't I don't really stay up anymore. It's like now I'm an adult. I don't care about staying up when I can. Um, up until I moved out, my New Year's plans were always watch New Year's Rock and Eve on TV. And pass out sometime after the ball drops in New York. Yeah. Which is like three, two hours, three hours ahead of us. 
because I'm either sick or have to do something the next day or just don't want to stay up late. I just don't. Yeah, I stay up and I watch TV. And yawn while you're talking on a podcast. (laughs) Yeah, I stay up and watch TV. I get drunk on whatever I've got and eat. That's about it. So I'm going to save the article for the end Mm -hmm. as something to laugh at because I'm pretty sure it's going to be funny. So mine is on Blythewood's Blythe. Blythswood Square. It's in Scotland. So in the 1800s, Captain Smith like wanted to move into Blythewood Square because that's like the place to be in that area. So him and his family like find a house for rent for fairly cheap, which was really odd because it's in Blythewood Square. The only issue with the house was that the bathroom was fucking creepy. And so he was like, you can just redecorate it, right? Like, just redecorate it. It's fine. So they moved into the place. I can't blame them because it's a really good place and you got cheap rent on it. I'd be in that too. And they decorated the bathroom, like redecorated it. And he actually still found it so creepy that like... He refused to go to the bathroom. But he's a guy. Guys can just whip it out and go outside. Guys can whip it out outside. They can poop outside. Women can poop outside. Yeah. But it's easier for guys. So, um... I wrote lucky fucker on there because guys can be outside easier. (laughs) So he finally like gathers the courage to go to the bathroom because you have to shower eventually, like clean yourself. Yeah. And basically some shit goes down. So back then they had to use candles, right? So he goes in there with his candle. Well, his fucking candle goes out. (laughs) so then he sees this lady coming out from near a mirror like and she comes out and she walks towards the tub and he realizes he hears somebody bathing in the tub and so he's like frozen like can't move because he's seeing this and this lady goes to the tub and drowns the person in the tub and then she walks right back over to the mirror And his candle somehow gets reignited and that, like, brings him out of his stupor and he runs naked from the bathroom, which I don't blame him because I would be doing that stuff, too. He runs naked from the bathroom and goes and tells his wife about it. And then she's like, well, maybe you just think you saw something because the candle went out or whatever. And so they, like, drop it. And he obviously does not go to the bathroom again. I wouldn't either. But then, because they had kids, their eldest son went into the bathroom and saw a purple floating man in the tub. It was the dude, the ladies. Yeah, it was the it was the dude. So, like, after that, obviously, the family packed up their shit and moved because I wouldn't stay in a place that had purple floating men and chicks strangling them. No. But before they moved they decided to do a little bit of research into like who lived there before them Mm -hmm. 
come to find out it was this elderly dude with his hot young wife and she apparently had a wicked temper and they fought all the time and apparently the old dude air quotes had fainting spells and possibly had one in his bathtub which is why he died in the bathtub and she was never seen from again nope yeah she totally strangled him totally for the money. Strangled him. she apparently tried a couple of times from the sounds of it yeah all those fainting spells yeah so oh, shit now i can't use fainting spells <laughs> You have to find another way. (laughs) There was you just accidentally cooked with antifreeze one day. I accidentally dropped my blow dryer in the bathtub. (laughs) So that's my story. It's really short. It's I don't think you can find a bathroom ghost with a long story. No, I don't think so. So mine's really short. Mine isn't super long. Um if you like ghosts and you like tacos, I like both. <laughs> you can go to Shoko in Raleigh, North Carolina, which I thought was Oko because it has an X, and that makes sense to me. But it is not. It is Shoko, and it's super cute. Like it's decorated for Dia de los Muertos, like every single day. So it's the Day of the Dead non-stop super cute to me i like skulls um shoko is located in the old pine state creamery building which had a few different faces it's also dealt with like two fires and a serial killer and like it's haunted so shoko's hauntings basically consist of like your basic stuff that you hear about from like poltergeists like little dolls move on their own and shit flies off the shelves and people hear their names being called but one of the staffers happens to be the lead investigator for one of the local paranormal investigating groups there in raleigh called asap paranormal which stands for as southern as possible to love that. My family's from the South. So. I've actually heard of them. I've heard of them. I've, I've heard about them from somewhere else. Yeah. So probably on a show. I was super into ghost adventures. Yeah. Like I was on the TAPS website in their chat room. Right. Because they had a chat room. So like you hear about a lot of things. Yeah. But, so I've heard about them before. So it was really cool. Um, well, because she works there. They got the green light to investigate Shoko, and they 100% confirmed Shoko is haunted. Like I said, the norm, voices talking, things flying off shelves. People have reported that lights are flickering off and on when there's nobody near a light switch. And one of the fun things that they call is a Friday night selfie, when random things are appearing in other people's photos. Things that weren't there when they took the picture. So there's not a whole lot of information on the actual ghosts. But I've got a pretty good idea of who the ghosts could possibly be. One is Homeboy on the Wall. They found the remains of a man um, 
in a wall near or where near or where I'm not sure which one because I got conflicting information. Um, but it's in the freezer area. Supposedly he passed away from a heart attack, but they found the remains after he died. So I'm like, did he tell the paranormal people he had a heart attack? Because unless I missed that information, they can autopsies can tell those things. Yeah, true. But depending on how long it has been since he died, if his organs are still relatively intact, you'll be able to tell. Yeah, so I'm not 100 percent sure because all they said is that he possibly died of a heart attack, but they didn't say like how decomposed his body was. And you can tell a male skeleton from a female skeleton based on hip shape, femur length, as well as skull shape. Yeah. So if it was like a straight up skeleton, mostly decomposed body, partially, I'm not sure. Um, also, Shoko was smack dab in the center of John Williams' killing spree. So, fun fact, a lot of people have heard about John Williams. Yeah. yeah. I remember hearing about him before. So, in the alley near Shoko, they found the body of Deborah Elliott. And nearby, scattered along by the railroad tracks, they found the body of Cynthia Brown, who they're not 100% sure of, but they're pretty positive she was a victim of um, John Williams. So, I'm like, if the place is haunted, it's for sure the homeboy in the wall. As well as countless other people from fire, the fires of the fires, dead prostitutes, possibly, more than likely. There is tons and tons of clickbaity little things on Google talking about Shoko has a haunted bathroom. That is where it ends. They have a haunted bathroom. No clue what happens in the bathroom, but it's supposedly haunted. So I need to go there and find out. Yeah, I wanted to do the old pink house in Savannah, Georgia, but all they have on it is that the children of slaves like to lock women in the women's restroom. Well, that sounds like fun. Yeah, it's like pranking, but that's all everything ever like says about it. Yeah, so I was like, like, I'll just find something else that's a little bit longer. I initially was going to look up a bar in San Diego, I believe, that can't remember the name of the bar. I can't remember what year I saw this, but there was a most haunted episode when I was a young teen. Yeah. Late adolescent young teen. Talking about a bar in San Diego where the bar is haunted, the bathroom is haunted. The ghost will come up and it'll talk they will talk to you. She will talk to you. And then when you're ready to engage her, when you're gonna talk back to her, she's gone. And they have taken so much advantage of their fame that they actually also created some paranormal stuff of their own. Just like silly stuff, like the chandelier shakes. And there's a mirror in the hallway that if you stare in it for too long, you'll see a face. But that's because it's not really a mirror. It's like a little thing behind a piece of glass. And you have to really focus on it to see it. Isn't that the place that Taps went to? I know they went to a place and there was a thing behind the mirror. Maybe, I don't know. And then they found, like, something with the chandelier. It might have been the same place. I don't know, because this place, I heard about it before 
Ghost Hunters and Ghost Adventures was even a thing. Yeah. And but they, they went to popular places that they knew weren't yeah. really haunted either to just disprove it. Yeah. Well, and also this place boasts that a lot of their air quality hauntings aren't actual hauntings. That it's fabricated for fun. Haunted places. Well, they might have had to after they were outed. Maybe, I don't know. All I know is that this, I remember seeing about it before ghost hunting shows were a thing. They came out right right after. Taps was on when we were in high school. Well, this was before high school. I mean, like, I was still in Girl Scouts when I remember seeing this episode of Most Haunted. It was old. I don't remember the year, but I remember being really young. I dropped out of Girl Scouts when I was 13, around that time. But that is Shoko. I mean, in general, it sounds cute, and it sounds like it might be fun. Margaritas, get some tacos, be a dead guy, maybe have a glass thrown at you. All inclusive visit. I have a story. I got on Thoughts Catalog. I love Thoughts Catalog. Yeah, so this one is called My Bathroom is Haunted and I think that the ghost is a loser for it. You know, I passed out a sick time. Yeah, it was written by Rob Gunther on April 2014. And so, here's the story. Yes, I'm having trouble putting a lot of what's happening out of my head, but I can't let them know that they're on to me. I figure, just chill out, pretend like nothing's happening. As long as they can't get a reaction out of me, maybe they'll leave me alone. Maybe they'll go away. It was like, when I moved in, yes, I was pretty freaked out. It wasn't anything in particular. It was just a general sense of dread. That same feeling I get when a little kid, when I was a little kid and I have to go get something in the basement, regardless of the time or day or who was in the house. I gotta scroll down, sorry. I hit the lights and take those first few steps I could feel, that tingling on my back like something was behind me, something was grabbing out for me just an inch or so away. And so I used to run, sprint up the steps, but that didn't do anything. Regardless of how quick I made that trip, it always felt so close, right behind me. Whatever was down there, it probably wasn't anything. It had to have just been in my head. So as I got older, I forced myself to stop running. No, the feeling of panic, like I was right about to be dragged backwards, it never went away, but it actually never came true either. So I told myself, whatever the feeling is, I've just got to go about doing what I'm doing as if it isn't there. That's exactly what it was like the first time I was alone by myself in this new place. Always right behind me, like a breath hitting the back of my neck, but not really. Almost impeccable. I don't even know that word. Almost immediately things started to happen. My toothbrush wouldn't be where I left it. Maybe it was like two inches to the left or on the other side of the sink. So I just picked up I just picked up my toothbrush and brushed my teeth and I told myself, Don't let whatever's in there get the best of you. Put a cap on your toothbrush and take it with you everywhere you go. Someone do he, he addresses the slater cod. <laughs> <laughs> That was the idea anyways. If there was some sort of presence or spirit, and geez, it sounds ridiculous when I write it out, but just don't acknowledge it. Is it watching me? Why else would it move my toothbrush if not to get a rise out of me? Like, 
I could pick it up. I wanted to scratch my head curiously, maybe look around suspiciously. I could call out, hello, is somebody there? Did somebody move my toothbrush? But that's just validating whatever's going on. It's saying out loud, hi, my name is Rob, and I'm acknowledging that I'm starting to get really scared on what's going on here. I hope this is as spooky as things are going to get. But it's persistent. I ignore the toothbrush. I started picking it up off the floor, and one day it was missing completely. I opened the toilet seat lid, and it was there, floating in the water. I didn't bat an eye. I got out a pair of rubber gloves and threw it out and just opened a new one. You think I'm going to lose my shit over a disposable toothbrush? I don't care. I'll use a new one every day. Yes, toothpaste all over the mirror. Maybe that's a little bit more aggressive. Definitely harder to ignore. But what are my options, really? Do I want to directly engage this thing? No. I just clean it off and tiptoe around it and start picking up more every day. So it's like, I don't have to clean up the toothpaste. No, it's almost better if I don't, right? I'm giving it less stuff to throw my way every day. I can kind of see my reflection. It's not gross. I mean, it's minty and smells nice. (laughs) This person sounds like me. And yeah, if I'm watching TV and the channel changes abruptly while I'm watching it, or if my alarm clock always goes off at 3 o'clock in the morning, yeah, I have to deal with that. But you're crazy if you're going to get any more of a reaction out of me than hitting the channel down button or shutting off the late night alarm clock. I'll keep this up as long as you want, alright? Because I'm not afraid of this, whatever it is. It's nothing. There's nothing out there, and that's why I'm not afraid, okay? It's not going to kill me, right? I mean, those bruises on my legs when I wake up, that's not a huge deal. People get bruises. And that shadow behind the door, go ahead, keep looking this way, buddy. I'm not getting up to investigate. I can't fall asleep, no, but I can pretend to be asleep. I can't not be afraid, but I can pretend to not be afraid. And eventually it's got to move on because isn't this just a little boring? You're going to spend every day haunting me when it's clearly not messing with me at all. Doesn't that get a little old? Don't you want to maybe find somebody who will actually be bothered by it? Because I'm not going anywhere, all right? I almost feel bad for you because it's just so lame. You just got to do something else, okay? As far as spirits go, you're a total loser. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, that's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. I thought it was... It's, like, funny, but there's that, like, little creep factor where he's like, yeah, I get bruises on my legs, so what? And it's like, that's a little more serious. Yeah, that thing is a beauty now. Yeah, so it's like, he tries to, like, play it off as, like, nothing's happening, but... But, like, he says, bruises happen. Maybe he's, like, low iron and he hits his legs a lot. I think I just punch myself in my sleep sometimes. I question my bruises all the time. I'm really hard to injure. So yeah. I wake up with bruises. I'm like, what the fuck did I do? You ready for my article? Yes. The 10 tips to tell if your bathroom is haunted. I haven't read this one yet, you guys, so I don't know if it's completely stupid or not. I figured I'd be surprised. But it's done by R. Hale. I, I'm assuming like Robert or Richard. And it was done in December 2012. So I'm not going to read the whole thing because the article is kind of long. But number one is the toilet flushes by itself. That happens at my parents' house. That happens to toilets sometimes. Okay, so 
We talked about the toilet flushing by itself. Yeah. Technical difficulties there for a minute, you guys. So if things seem a little choppy, it happened. So number two, you can see mysterious messages written in the shower door. Which we talked about. <laughs> Which is just me writing on the mirror. But when I get out of the shower, so that when my boyfriend gets in the shower, he has messages like, nice butt. <laughs> <laughs> Totes appropriate. Completely. I don't have a shower door, so I don't have to worry about that. I just have a shower curtain. Shower curtain. Right in here. Yeah, have, you've seen my mirror. Yeah. It's the size of my face. I have a huge mirror. I don't. So, the next one is the toilet paper roll mysteriously shrinks in size for no apparent reason. I think this person just had a kid living with them and they didn't realize it. Yeah, I've got a toddler and my toilet paper rolls go down within five seconds. I feel like mine go down quickly and I live by myself. But that's just because I use a lot of toilet paper. I use a lot of toilet paper. Strange odors coming from the toilet. That's you not cleaning your toilet. It's a toilet. Toilet <laughs> water doesn't smell Gases, I have to read this one. Gases produced from ectoplasmic entities often leave a residue that can be quite unpleasant. Or you just haven't cleaned your toilet. Yeah, you just haven't cleaned <laughs> your bathroom in a while. So, clean your bathroom, you guys. Yeah. Water temperature, if the water temperature fluctuates. Okay, that just means that you need to check your hot water here. Mine fluctuates at seven minutes, and then I lose all my water. It takes a while, but mine fluctuates. Uh, faces in the mirror. <laughs> as long as they're not yours, I can imagine that would be a little freaky. I see faces in the mirror. But my closet ghost is now totally Number seven is public restrooms. <laughs> Those things flush on their own. The sinks come on by themselves. The frickin' hand dryers go off if a fly lies underneath them. Those are hot spots, paranormal activity. Too many people using one bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> Portable toilets. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You, you'll you know the porta potty you're using is haunted if it's tipped over while you're in it. Or the fucking little kid down the street decided that he was going to lock you in the fucking porta potty and try to knock it over. Joke's on him. It was chained down. When my dad was in the military, um, they were on a field exercise and they had porta potties. Well, one of the guys in his... Um, platoon group, whatever the hell you want to call it. I forget what he calls it. Um, it was in a porta potty And they were clearing out some space for the field exercise when the front end loader backed into the porta potty and knocked it on the front door. It took about 45 minutes to get him out of there because everybody was laughing really hard. Yeah. Mine was not as funny. Yeah. That actually really epic. That would be super epic to be there when that happens. Not if you were in the porta potty. No, if you were in the porta potty, but if you were like the person trying to help pick it up, 
That's a dangerous situation if you think about that it. That is actually very dangerous. People not her. Definitely. Yeah. Number nine is an outhouse. Those are old. Those are old. I can imagine those being haunted. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Number ten is Walmart. <laughs> Walmart is for sure. <laughs> All Walmarts everywhere. It's a thing. They're occupied by the creatures known as the people of Walmart. Oh my god, I'm one of those people. (laughs) I probably am one of those people because we used to do the Renaissance, the Pirate Renaissance festivals right next to Walmart. Mm And when we didn't want to use the porta potties, we just drive over to Walmart and use the bathrooms over there. Well, why get out of your garb? Right. Well, things are hard to get in and out of. Yeah. Um, I used to live with my best friend and her ex-husband, and their kid was my kid's age. So, like, after Halloween at a bar one year, we were the only people walking around Walmart in our Halloween costumes. So we're probably people in Walmart somewhere. If it was around Halloween, you're good. It wasn't around Halloween. It was just a Halloween party. Meh. I think it was like in August. That's all I have. Okay. The sad thing is, in my apartment, the only place you can hide in is the shower. Mm -hmm. So I'm already like a little creeped out about my bathroom. And I have to keep my shower curtain open at all times. Mm -hmm. So I can see that nobody's in there. And I have to sleep facing the bathroom door. So, well, so in my mind, if I'm going to die, I want to see what's going to kill me. So I have to face it. Like, I'm already, like, when I'm going to sleep, I'm already okay with dying by some kind of entity. Mm -hmm. But let me see it before I die. Yeah, I'm the same way. I sleep closest to the door because if somebody breaks in, I need to be able to get to the kid. But then, like, if there's a ghost, I want to be able to see the ghost coming down the hallway. But then I get sleep paralysis, so, like, I see stuff coming down the hallway anyway. So I don't, I try not to sleep on my back. I don't sleep on my back because that's, I tend to have sleep paralysis more when I sleep on the back. So I sleep facing the bedroom door. That way I can see someone coming or something. Also, I just don't like my back to open spaces. I have to have my back against the wall. Not, like, against it, but, like, my back has to be facing the wall, but my bed also has to be relatively close to the wall. So. Um, When I lived by myself, I had to sleep directly against the wall, which was really awkward because my gun was on the other side of the bed in a dresser. Okay, well... Thanks for listening, you guys. Have a good night. <laughs> New Year. It'll be New Year when you hear this. I hope 2019's awesome. And it'll suck. Oh, don't say that. Then it will suck. Nah. That'll be good. Okay, good night. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of We Love Dead Things. Please like, share, subscribe, comment, leave reviews on iTunes. We would love that so much. Um, yeah, thanks you guys. We really appreciate you. Happy New Year. Happy 2019. 
I hope you guys are having a great time and set some really amazing resolutions. And I'm going to let you guys go now. Good night. Have a great weekend. Goodbye.